This is Jerome with episode 5 of More Life. Today, Akshi Kuel, you and I talk about breathwork, movement, and talking gibberish to cultivate aliveness. Akshi is a therapist and facilitator who dedicates himself to supporting people to expand their consciousness and remind them of their true essence. His journey of self-discovery took him to study, learn and practice with many gifted teachers and healers all over the world. He has lived and studied meditation, body therapy, tantra and energy healing for more than 10 years. His fascination with music, ancient healing rituals and contemporary therapeutic techniques led him to create unique experiences designed for touching people's bodies and hearts and supporting them in their healing, personal growth and spiritual awakening. He is the co-founder of the One Love Institute, a project dedicated to supporting people in awakening to their true essence and potential through experiences, one-on-one sessions and workshops. A bit about More Life. More Life explores questions such as how can we feel more alive and how can we create more aliveness around us from a variety of perspectives. If that's something for you, join all the others and subscribe. Let's dive into today's topic. Let's jump right in actually. How do we create more life? How do we create more life? Hmm. I think the first thing that comes to to my mind is how do I create more life within myself, you know, within my body? How do I invite more life and more energy into my body so I can live my life fully, you know, at my full potential with all my vitality? Because most of the time uh, we think that we, we don't have as much energy or vitality that we actually do Mm -hmm. so for me it's always this uh, challenge of uh, inviting more life into my body you know there is in many traditions they call it the energy they call it in in china they call it chi in india they call it prana so for me one of the the basic things is the the breathing so breath work uh, is really important for me in my daily practice to invite more energy into my body. So I can really like, I, I like to do breath work in the morning, for example, so I can be really ready for the day, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love to dance movement. For me, it's uh, really important. Not only dancing, but movement, you know, running uh can can be any any kind of movement really as as long as i move my body this is really important for me also so i can i can open my body and invite more energy more more life into my being mm. uh yeah and the, and the sound also you know expressing expressing through sound can be very helpful for me also to move the energy, you know? So these three things, three basic things for me are really important. Breath, (laughs) movement, and sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very nice. I have an almost daily routine of breathwork in the morning as well. And it was, it's actually funny that we talk about this now because we, in a way, started that 
breathwork journey together. I I don't know when that was. It was like three three years ago. Three I years ago. I yeah, in, in November, three uh -huh. and a bit years ago. Um, and it's it's been a big change for me. Um, to know more and do more breath work and um, incorporate that into my life, incorporate that into also knowing when to do it. Um, like when I, when I feel overwhelmed or when I don't feel any energy, like you said, you know, I can take the moment to maybe not do a full breath work session, but focus on my breath for a bit. Yeah, for sure. And and for me, that was a starting point also. I did some breath work before in uh, uh, trainings and workshops, but I didn't really include it in my daily routine. And from that moment that we started the, the training together, this was a turning point where I included, you know, breath work into my, my daily routine. And uh, and yeah, breath work also for me, it's it brings like this emotional release you know, that is really important to create more energy into our bodies because most of the times we have repressed emotions. And, and so these repressed emotions, emotions are energy in motion, right? And so this energy kind of move and is stuck in our body. So when I do breath work, uh, really good breathwork sessions and I can express my emotions, this allow me also to, uh, to access uh, uh, a layer of energy that I couldn't access before, right? And and those, but those emotions could be pleasant or unpleasant ones, right? For sure. Yeah. For sure. It's more maybe uh, comfortable or not comfortable because if you, it's more about getting into a space where it is comfortable for you to express and allow any emotions because there is no bad or wrong emotions there is just like the the the, the thoughts or uh, what we think about the emotion right about the mm -hmm. sadness for example for me it was really difficult to express my my sadness because I, I thought that i was weak when i was expressing my sadness it's a man thing that when we we grow up you know like they say like don't 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 cry men shouldn't cry or stuff like that you know that stays and so for me it was really difficult to access my my sadness but it wasn't it wasn't because it was a a a non-comfortable or a wrong emotion to feel. It's just because I, I I wasn't comfortable to feel it. And since now I, right. I'm I'm more able to, to I'm more comfortable to to feel it. So now it's totally okay. And and I feel like the sadness for me is, is a is a key was a key, you know, to to express my sadness. I was able to to reach a, a deeper level, you know, like dive deeper into myself, and this allowed me also to to yeah to have more energy actually. So, would you say that doing the breath work and perhaps doing it, or you know, in a regular, uh, in a habit, makes you or has made you more comfortable with all kinds of emotions? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. That's that's very good. I'm not so sure whether I can say the same for me. Uh, maybe. Maybe, actually. I haven't thought about that before. 
I will give it a thought and let you know. <laughs> um, yeah, something something else that I notice when when doing breath work is that it just I mean breath breath is the first most important thing that that we need to stay alive. Right? Like if we don't breathe for a couple of minutes, then that's it. We can we cannot drink for days or not eat for days, but we need to breathe. And when I am intentional with my, with my breath, it can make such a big difference and it can help me so much in regulating how I feel and how I show up in the world. And then, in a way, be more intentional with how I show up. No, there are, there are moments when I want to calm myself down and there are moments when I want to pump myself up and breath can do that and and i mean it does that automatically but if i'm an intentional and aware of that i can uh, harness that even more yes yes for sure and and uh, one thing that you mentioned is showing up and uh, and for me that is also related to connections you know how i create more life into my or how do i create more life is through the connections that I have, you know, because I noticed that sometimes when I uh, isolate and don't create as much connection, I, I don't create as much life, you know, as yeah. much energy. And the more I connect with people and the more I am aware of the way that I connect with people also, I feel the more energy I create, you know, the, the more connections, the more things come to me also, the more uh, with through this connection, more I'm able to to create more, also to co-create more, you know, to manifest more things into my life. So I feel like the connection part is really important, also, you know, this connection that we create with other people. Yeah, definitely, I agree. And I I've actually had a bit of a it was a bit confusing for me in the last month. Because for personal reasons, there was a lot of contact with family. And I felt good. I felt really good being in company. I felt much more alive than than when I was at home. But I also, and that's probably because the, the whole situation in itself was overwhelming. I felt really, really drained when I came back home. Mm -hmm. So I know that I have to, I, I have to have both. I have to have the social time, the the time to connect, and in in most cases, the more intentional and the the deeper the connection, the better. And I also have to have the time to recharge, and yes. and have have some silence, really, just meditation, um, some deep breaths, some calming music, or something like that. Um, otherwise, I, it feels like I just lose my mind. Yes, for sure. <laughs> it's like it's like the the breathing, right? It's uh, you, you need to have a, a time for expansion, exhale, you know, expansion, connection, and the time also when you inhale, when you come back to yourself and feel yourself. Yeah, yeah. the balance is very important here for sure. Mm, yeah. So, the other thing you mentioned was movement. 
movement and 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 dance uh, is included in that, which would then even include the third thing that you said, the sound, and that's actually something that you do at events too. Yes, so I'm a, I'm a DJ. So I love music. I love dancing. I, I'm an ecstatic dance DJ. That's a practice that I love because it's a place where people go just for dancing. So there's no word. There's just you you can communicate through movement. So people go there to to dance really, and there's no judgment about how you are dancing. It's just allowing your energy to move through you and to express itself through the the movements of the body so for me it's a it's a meditation also it's an active meditation where i move my body but i'm really aware of my energy and how my energy wants to move through me you know through my body and and it's really beautiful because through this dance this ecstatic dance that can be a, a real celebration Every time at the end, I found myself in a place of of presence and and silence. So I'm really like uh, uh, amazed how celebration uh, can also bring this state of meditation and silence at the end. You know, when you really move your body, you really breathe, you really express through sound also and move everything that is in your body that is stuck there. At the end, you just feel at peace basically mm. so yeah it's the practice really that i that i that i love and passionate about about dancing and movement and music yeah it sounds like there's this contrast again of expanding the energy doing something being being wild maybe if that, that's called for and then afterwards receiving the gift of exactly the opposite yes Yes, and when, when you move and when you let go of things that you don't need anymore, you know, when you when you move your body, you're really able to let go also, you know. Yeah. So you create more space, and then if you if you bring also this intention of opening up your body, opening your body to receive, so you can you can create more life also because you're you're open to receive, you know, from the universe. So you let go of things that you don't need anymore, and you create space to receive and then things can really move in a, in a fantastic way you know you can you can uh, uh, manifest things that you you wanted very easily i i feel you know so it sounds like you're touching on another area there for feeling more alive which is letting life happen through you mm-hmm being you know giving giving space to your intuition or however you want to call it yes for sure that's 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 very important also i feel like being open having this this uh, intention and living in the state of being open and this for me it's related also to the fact of feeling uh that you you're worth it you know that you deserve and when you feel that you deserve and when you bring this intention to open then i feel life can happen through you you know because you don't you're not expecting anything from your mind you know you're just allowing things to be as they are and for sure you're for me it's more connection with my heart space you know where i i i don't listen so much 
to my mind or or what my mind wants, but more what my heart, my heart's calling, my heart's longing is, you know. Mm-hmm. And when I do that, when I listen to my heart and I'm open to to receive and I'm open uh for for life to 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 happen to happen by itself, you know, it's really interesting. <laughs> It's really interesting. Mm. It makes me think of something that I bring up as a suggestion to my students who I teach in workplace health promotion. And I I talk to them about organizations and and how teams are structured and, and, and those kind of things. And I tell them that maybe it's time to move away from plan and control into sense and respond. Mm-hmm. meaning a bit away from the mind the rational the logical the strategical and a bit more towards the heart the heart mm-hmm. that is present in the here and now and can can notice things that the mind probably doesn't notice and then respond to them from a place that doesn't have to do anything with ego mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting because when you do that when you listen to your heart so at the, at uh, at the beginning less now but my mind was really active because it uh, didn't understand what my heart was saying in a way or what i was feeling in my heart you know my mind would like this doesn't make sense you know yeah. but i will do it anyway and then it made total sense yeah. <laughs> you know it was like it oh wow okay that's why you know yeah. Yeah, your mind doesn't know the future. It doesn't sometimes yeah, especially with those kind of things. I, I feel exactly the same that I try to live more from my intuition. That's how I call it. Um, which is the same as, as what you're saying. And the challenging thing in the beginning was how do I how do I strengthen my intuition? I strengthen my intuition by following it. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> my mind doesn't like that. <laughs> Can you give me the science? <laughs> um, but it's it's been it's definitely been worth it to mm-hmm. to follow it and well be reflective, of course, and and think about things, but not so much from like this. What makes sense, but more from this what feels right kind of approach exactly yeah Mm. yeah Mm. that's a good insight right there Mm -hmm. (laughs) it is it's a bit crazy for the mind (laughs) who always wants to to get an answer you know and to plan and to and sometimes it's difficult for the for the heart for the for the mind but uh yeah it's uh, it's like you say you need you need to practice by following your intuition right mm. which can be hard at the beginning because the mind is very active but the more you do it the more you 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 see that it makes sense and then you then, then you can relax into it i think you yeah. know you can integrate this space and you can integrate the, your intuition more into into the decisions that you take in life and then i feel you flow more with with life right 
-hmm. You're in the yeah. state of flow. Yeah, if I look at the last couple of months in in my life, it's been pretty chaotic. Pretty pretty damn chaotic. But I am also amazed by how well I've been able to cope with it. And I think that's one of the reasons right there that I go with the flow. I notice, I, I pay attention to, to my heart, to my intuition. Yeah. If it tells me, oh, today, you know, don't take the bike, walk. Even though it doesn't make any sense rationally, it takes me so much longer. Um, you know, if that's what's being called for, then I do that. And I try to honor this this call in a way. And I mean, I, I cannot I cannot scientifically prove that that was the better of the two universes, but um, I'm pretty amazed by how well I've been able to cope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because, because the, the heart has uh, this uh, capacity of embracing everything as it is, you know, and accepting everything as it is. The, the mind tend to, uh, as we say, control and uh, justify and, uh, you know, categorize everything. And, and, and the mind tends to, to, to think that it knows better, you know. Yeah. Uh, and no, we, we don't, we don't know everything. We don't have control over everything, you know, and the heart, when we are in the space of the heart, we can, we can embrace everything and accept everything as, as part of our growth, right? Mm -hmm. Every challenge is part of our, our growth. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had quite a, an ego challenge a couple of days ago. Um, <laughs> so I, I, had to go to the construction store because um, an installation wasn't done correctly. And I had already, or we had already filed a complaint because they didn't finish it um, and then didn't keep in touch. And I I came in there with this intention of, I don't want it to, I, I don't want to be triggered I don't want my ego to be triggered. I want to come in there and um, be assertive, yes, know what I want, yes, but not act from an ego point uh, point of view. And then it was really, really difficult because I was not met with that same intention. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> I, it happens to me all the time, like customer service uh, or what is called customer service, which is more like something else. Uh, triggers me very quickly, and I was I was then I was thinking, okay, how can I respond well in a, in a in a friendly and assertive way and an empathetic way to this lady? And then I remember, okay, first step, let it not touch my ego. And then I thought, like, this whole conversation is ego. How can I not let it touch my ego? Damn it! <laughs> So I, I think I think I took my myself a bit less serious and uh that helped, but the ego was still there. <laughs> uh -huh. For sure, it's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean this whole thing like I complain because I was not treated correctly. That's ego. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. 
I I did not I did not think that far up front. Otherwise, I I might have been able to walk into the store a bit differently with a different mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe next time. Yeah, try it again. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So I'm I'm curious to know. You talked in the beginning about sound being the third pillar or principle. What exactly did you mean with that? Did you mean more creating sound, expressing sound, or being surrounded? Or is there any difference at all? No, for, for me, uh, to liberate uh, energies that are stuck in my body, uh, I, I usually do, do the three things, you know, breathe, movement, and sound also. Because the sound is something that we are not used to to do, you know, the, there's this big taboo or shame about expressing sounds that doesn't make any sense, you know. We are used to speak, right? But to express sounds that don't make any sense, that are just coming through you and you need to express or to scream or to, you know. Uh, it's something that we are not used to do. We are ashamed of it. And I feel that it's very liberating, you know, and uh, through this liberation, I create more space in my body so I can receive more, you know. Uh, so, so I do that sometimes, you know, when I feel that uh, or I feel anger uh, or I feel like that there is like repressed emotions in my body. I, I really love to to move, to breathe and to express any, any, any sound that wants to come. I just express them, you know, mm-hmm. and that's really liberating. Do you have any suggestions uh, how to start doing that? Yes, for, for people, sure. for, especially for people who might be like, if I do this at home, that's not going to work. Yes, for sure. I have a suggestion. It's a it's a technique that uh, we call gibberish. This is just um, you, you stand up, you move your body, uh, like shaking your body, and you just express sounds. Uh, it's like you're speaking in a language that you don't even know, you know, that doesn't make any sense, but you're just expressing through different sounds. So it can be like blah, 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 blah. Just that for uh, 10 minutes, and it's very liberating. Hmm. Because it doesn't make any any sense. You're speaking a language that doesn't make any sense, so the mind cannot do anything with it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just energy that is being released. And and yeah, I encourage you, your listener, to to do that like 10 minutes, to try it and and to feel afterwards how how they they feel. I I will try that out. Yeah, I have done occasional loud expression, um, you know, usually at the beach when the waves are very strong and nobody would hear me. Um, and and that was, that felt good, but really occasionally. Like I've done it a couple of times maybe with that intention. Um, I will try that out. I will report back to you. Yes do it <laughs> yeah i love it to be when i'm uh, at the beach uh, at night you know i love to, to scream you know <laughs> it's really liberating mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. for sure and that, and that gives me more energy you know yeah in a way that creates more life also because it's empowering also 
to to scream you know it's something that we we used to do in the, in the tribes for sure you know and chant and scream and so it's it's really something that that he is primal i think you know mm-hmm. and when when i do that i feel empowered in a way yeah it's interesting how this uh, making music singing or, or or shouting or whatever together used to be such a big part of of the tribes and I mean, you have choirs, but I don't. I don't see it a lot anymore. No, for sure, for sure. Mm. There's a saying like uh, from from shaman, I think, like uh, saying that if you feel depressed, it's because you didn't dance or something mm. like that. You know, so move. It's really like depression and movement are really related. You know, because we are in a society where used to to stay in front of a computer, sitting and not moving our body. So there's a tendency to to be depressed, but uh, if you move your body every day, that helps a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I know you, that because I do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> and you were a big inspiration for me. So <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Now let's shift the conversation a little bit because we've been talking about creating more life on the individual level mm-hmm. now if we think of like the community level or immediate surroundings like family neighbors uh, colleagues etc what comes up for you how can we create more life invite more aliveness not just for us but also for the others mm-hmm. yeah the sense of community is very strong you know like it's related to the the part that i was saying about uh, the connections that mm-hmm. you make and so I feel that if you, for example, connect with your neighbors and 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 create a community in your neighborhood where you feel comfortable, you feel connected, where you're actively doing things between your neighbors, for example, that 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 in that way you create more life, you know. There, there's a there's a also an energy, you know, that you're creating with this people you know instead of being isolated in your own house you're expanding outside you know and connecting and creating things together yeah i know exactly what you're talking about because that's what we did (laughs) (laughs) i mean because because we were open to each other and we were neighbors so just for the listeners to know um it it opened so many doors and it created so much more life in terms of doing breathwork in terms of going running together cold water immersion together doing some dancing together sharing rounds eating etc etc that that created a lot of more a lot more life in in our lives and really it really helped me um yeah in general feel better yeah yes yeah and just to share on a more personal level about the, this connection you know I, I was in a relationship for seven years i broke up the the last year and i i felt like uh during the seven years that i was in the relationship i wasn't really open you know to to connections outside of my relationship you know i i feel like i, I lost myself into into the relationship and since I broke up, you know, I have this intention of opening up. 
And then I opened, and, and the, this openness, you know, like this connection that I created with people brought me so much. Mm-hmm. I'm like so much in all the areas of my life. Professionally, I have like, I created connection where now there is projects, really cool projects that are coming my way naturally, you know, just by connecting with people, you know. Uh, so, so yeah, th- that's a big part for sure. The connection, this openness also, being open to, to, to connect, you know. So mm-hmm. it, it, it brings a l- lot more life into all the areas of our lives, I, I think, I feel. How do I do that without breaking up? <laughs> <laughs> that that's my case because i i have a, uh let's say i have um how do i say that how do i express that uh i have codependencies issues <laughs> right. so, uh, so yeah that, that's a pattern that i have you know when i'm uh, that i'm looking into for sure but uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a pattern that I have that uh, I tend to to lose myself in the relationships, you know. Mm-hmm. I tend to lean in the the love that I receive from the relationships instead of uh, trusting in my own love, you know, and loving myself, you know. Uh, so that's but you can do it even if you're in a relationship, you know. Well, you you give a good answer. Uh, love yourself first, and then go out there. Yeah, for sure. Which is probably not the answer that I was looking for. Other people were looking for because it's more difficult. <laughs> Give me a step-by-step plan, not you know <laughs> something like that. No, but uh, I I agree with that, and I think mm-hmm. if I if I look at my life, I can see a bit of that happening where I have opened up a little more. Um, well, for for various reasons, including losing our son, including COVID, including other things, moving abroad, I have not been as open, and it's it's still a bit like a pendulum swing. It goes to being more open to being more like oh, I'm going to stay at home and I don't want to hear from anybody. Um, <laughs> but I I do see that also by in a way. Um, yeah, focusing focusing my efforts perhaps um, on the people that I resonate most with, I have been able to be more open and um, create more meaningful conversations and relationships. Mm-hmm. And for me, this this idea of just going with the feeling again is connected to loving myself as well to trusting myself trusting my intuition trusting my heart of not thinking okay what you know makes i don't know like strategically most sense it's like no that's that's not the most important question the most important question is does it resonate Mm -hmm. yes and if it does then when i feel like it i will reach out and establish the contact and create connection and if yeah. I don't feel like it, then I don't do it. Yeah, that's it. For for me, it was a. I mean, it, it's. A, I feel so. It's a more challenge to uh, create partnerships and collaborate with people, 
uh, it's easier for me to to do things on my own, you know. And, yeah. Uh, and but I also feel like uh, being open to collaborate can create interesting things also, you know, because uh, we all have, we are all good at something. And when you work together with all, with other people, and you, we can we can create something, you know, um, add our values, you know, and so that that's a challenge for me to be, to be very honest. Because as I said, I, I'm used to do everything alone, and I'm more comfortable working alone, and you know, but it's a challenge that I'm putting my myself now. It's being open to to collaborate more, you know, and seeing also the, the value and the talents and the gifts of others, and to see how we can uh, aggregate that, you know, and create something beautiful together. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's. I'm not sure whether you experience that in that way or in a different way, um, but when I reflect. I have certainly learned in various circumstances in my life that it was in a way safer and or easier to do things by myself. Safer in terms of not getting disappointed, for example, um, and easier because emotionally easier because I had the control. I didn't have to give in to somebody else's opinion, etc. So I, I, I notice still that that is weighing on me, even though now, now it's interesting because on a logical, on a rational level, I know that I want to collaborate. And on an emotional level, there's this little resistance from the past of like, but I've learned in the past that, <laughs> you know, this and that. Yes, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. working on that uh-huh. working progress for me also yeah <laughs> good to hear <laughs> <laughs> huh. uh, but i feel there is so many beautiful things that will come out of collaboration you know so it's something that i really want to work on and i'll be open to to that mm-hmm. yeah know? yeah for me more life is one of them this podcast uh-huh. is one of them reaching out to people that I know already, reaching out to people that I think would be good fits that I want to have conversations with and then putting myself out there and making this public Mm -hmm. is creating more life in the end, in the moment and also hopefully for the listeners. Mm -hmm. Yes. And there is a, another aspect of also of creating more life that we are passionate about, right? What is it? Gardening. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I I was so envious of your garden. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah. Ah. It's, I mean, it's spring again now, so it's time to, um, well, it's it's a good opportunity to pay a bit more attention to the garden and then in a couple of months or so have it all green and, and flowering and maybe some fruits. Yes. We, so I, I neglected, neglected the garden a little bit, to be honest, but yesterday I did some work in the garden, some clearing up. 
and I got so many cherry tomatoes. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they were still hanging there from like two two months ago. Wow. <laughs> um, but they're, they're small, they're orange, they didn't get red, but they, they taste really good. And it's just growing and growing. It's one plant that I didn't even plant myself. It just no. came out of the compost and mm. it's it's going strong. Let's see. <laughs> Yes, and I thought I, I mean it, you know, like it's part of creating more life also, gardening and doing our part, you know, and yeah. composting and uh, planting and uh, nourishing ourselves, uh, nourishing our bodies with quality food mm. that has nutrients and that can can bring more life into our bodies also and into our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and create more life not just for humans but for other animals as well. Like diversity, yeah. We we have so many birds coming in our, in, into our garden every day. Every day the same ones. No. And it's really beautiful to to watch them and see them enjoy that, you know, there are things growing or maybe there's a little puddle of water and they wash themselves in it and it gives us more life watching them enjoying more life in our garden. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. Yeah, nature, nature, being nature, really important also to create more life. Yeah. And to feel more alive, you know, feel more connected. Yeah. Yeah. For me lately, it's been mostly the sea. Uh-huh. Uh, so I've been more consistent with going into the cold water. I mean, cold at the moment, it's like 13, 14 degrees, I think. And I'm taking advantage of that as long as I can because I know it's going to get warmer and then I don't have that opportunity anymore. <laughs> I, 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 I was in Brazil last month, you know, in January, and I used to take it to swim in the in the sea here in Portugal. So it was quite cool, you know, and I arrived there. It was really warm, really hot, and the water there in the swimming pool was really warm. And I was like, no, I want cold water. <laughs> yeah yeah i had that last summer here in spain where i was like i want to refresh but the water temperature is 25 degrees like (laughs) what can i do (laughs) and even even the water coming out of the the shower is just warm as well like maybe not 25 but it's definitely 20 degrees or something Mm -hmm. so i'm happy that it's cold now because i know that it it feels good it gives me health benefits and uh yeah, it, it it just helps me almost reset my yeah. emotions. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. I was feeling like that this morning. I went to swim and I, I was feeling a bit, uh, I don't know, a bit shaky. Uh, yeah. But I went to the to the sea and I came out. I was totally like refreshed. Okay, ready for the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I have to think back of the runs to the water that we did together and then especially running along the beach after going in. Oh, the best thing. The best thing of my day is really just <laughs> go in, stay in a little bit. You usually stayed a bit longer than I. And then I get out and just run on the beach and people are there in their jackets and wearing their hats <laughs> and everything. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, so good. Yeah, so good. <laughs> ah, 
So you already mentioned collaboration several times. Is that what you're currently focusing on in, in your life and your business? I would say yes, actually. Uh, as, I, as I told you, I, I started connecting with uh, being more open for connections. And uh, this year, there are many project, projects that are manifesting. I'm really happy about that also. Um, so I, I'm still collaborating with my ex-partner, Lily. We are working together, um, offering uh, retreats here in Portugal. But I also have uh, projects in Brazil. Uh, I have a project in Morocco with other people. I have projects in uh, Germany also. So, so yeah, definitely, definitely focusing on more collaboration and 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 creating spaces uh, with uh, other facilitators, therapists. So we can I can really have uh, different kinds of experiences, you know, not not every every time the same thing you know because when i do things alone it's always kind of the same you know it's my flavor and yeah. when i work with other people that bring their flavor and we can mix our flavors all together it's very yummy actually i love it, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. and the the retreats is it usually ecstatic dance that you do on them so uh, we, I work with Tantra with my partner. So we work a lot with uh, energy, with uh, relationships, patterns, mm -hmm. uh, intimacy. So that, that's what I do with my partner we, within our project that is called One Love Institute. And uh, otherwise, I'm a DJ of ecstatic dance. Yeah, so I, I do ecstatic dance and I do retreats, which include ecstatic dance also, but not only. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm also part of the team of uh, a retreat that is called Path of Love that happens all over the world, actually. But I'm part of the team in Brazil and we are going to organize a, a retreat in August uh, near Sao Paulo. It's a seven-day retreat, very transformative, uh, very very deep. Uh, yeah, I did it. I did it ten years ago. It it changed my life, and mm -hmm. since, since then, I'm I'm really blessed to be part of the team there in Brazil, to to be able to offer that also to to other people. And uh, yeah, we'll be part. Uh, I'm part of a retreat in Morocco also in October. Uh, so I'm going to mainly facilitate ecstatic dance mm -hmm. uh, and uh, offer also sessions, individual sessions. Um, yeah. Exciting. So exciting. much going on. Exciting. Yes, yes, yes. And sounds like a lot of traveling, which is also creating more life in many cases. Yes. Yes. After these three years that we, or two, three years that we spent without traveling, now it feels good to 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 go back to the world and and yeah, and offer also my my gifts and talents all over the world. You know, yeah, feels good. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing that, and thank you for being on the show. It's mm. been well a real pleasure talking to you and sharing with you and and having this co-created conversation. And I'm excited to see 
what else you're going to do, what other projects you're going to be part of. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you, all the listeners that are listening right now. It was a real pleasure for me. Thank you for listening and for your presence. And speak with you soon. Thank you for listening. If you got something out of this episode, share that with your friends or colleagues or even with me by sending a message on my socials. Subscribe to get notified about new episodes and leave a rating or comment in your app to help others find more life. If you have requests for future topics or suggestions for fitting guests, email me at joram at emergedprosper.com. In the next episode, Kevin Palmieri and I will talk about intensely doing what one loves. Thanks again and hopefully until next time.